Welcome to Five Element Alchemy, Nature's Ancient Wisdom for Evolving and Awakening Your Inner Sage. I'm your host, Pauline Kehoe. Let's get started. Pauline, I'm super happy to be here with you. I hope you're doing really well. I feel like it's been, uh, well, it's been about two weeks since I've done a video, which is super crazy. I can hardly believe it. I'm thinking a lot about, of course, the timing of where we are in the world and the wood element, which I have just been talking so much about, and it's so prevalent and amazing. And today I want to talk about the wood element and the pendulum of awareness, which, you know, really has to do with this self-awareness and self-discovery of what's happening for yourself. When you look out at the world and it just seems confusing, and then, you know, if where you fit into it is confusing, I totally get it. I was at the same place. I mean, when I remember when I was a kid, I, I just thought I was weird and just didn't fit almost like alien creature kind of thing. And I, I used to think I was the mailman's kid and, and not because of my, you know, any infidelity by my mother, of course, but, you know, just that awkwardness that can come in just feeling different. But what I've learned is, is that I feel like a lot of people feel that way. Maybe most people. And for me, it just became really important mostly because of my medical situation. I got a really serious thyroid disease when I was 16. So that was the early 80s and um, was undiagnosed for a really long time because nobody was looking at a 16-year-old for thyroid disease. And my dad was even a doctor and at the University of Miami Medical School. So you know, it caused me to really like look at what was happening and reflect because I, you know, there were years and years and years where I was sick and um, struggling with what was happening and surgeries and all sorts of things. So I feel like anytime something like that happens, you know, in life where you have a vision or there's a cultural vision about the next steps for life, right? You go to high school and then I don't know what culture you grew up in or, you know, it's usually like graduate, go to college, have a family, you know, all these things that used to be just really standard protocol sort of. And, and the thing is, is when things don't exactly work out, or, you know, you hit a wall in some way where it creates this tension and conflict. It's an opportunity to discover what's actually happening. And so, you know, if the pendulum's swinging, you know, really far from right to left, the space between the pendulum can be incredibly painful. But at the same time, too, it, it can be an awareness that, well, I really liked on the way to this far end, <laughs> you know, all extremes are, are extreme and not necessarily great. Like if we think about uh, summer and winter, you know, you may really like summertime, which happens to be the fire element. And, uh, and you may like, like 80, 80 degrees, 75, but not 120. 
And in wintertime, you may really love the snow, but not really ice and not negative 40. But so if you think about life events that are happening that are extremes, it's like it's it's kind of in that sweet spot. Like if you're playing tennis or golf or something like that, you know, when you hit that sweet spot in the racket or with the club, it's just easy, simple, and it, you know, it flies. You crush it. And so that's kind of the space that I'd like to be in and I aspire to be in always. But at the same time, too, it's like I grew up in Miami and there's seasons in Miami. And if you're not from that area or the tropics or something like that, you may feel like there's no seasons in Miami. But it's really clear if you live there in anywhere in Florida, depending on where it is, that their seasons, whether you're in Arizona or, you know, warmer climates, their seasons for sure. And so the thing is, is like, if, if it's just one way all the time, it gets really boring. I know that when I lived in the Pacific Northwest, I missed thunderstorms. And, uh, and now that I live in the Midwest, I don't necessarily miss them all the time. I miss the ones that you don't have to like necessarily be concerned about, <laughs> um, where versus like a derecho or something like that. And we were actually in the line of that derecho that happened. Um, gosh, is that a year and a half ago now? And, uh, that it was so extreme. So it's like finding the middle ground, but also having the awareness so that, you are not being like the child leaning over from the backseat of the car, trying to grab the wheel while somebody's driving and saying, no, we need to turn right here. You know, it's, it's the, when the mind get, gets involved and I'm not talking about your intellect, what, but when your mind gets involved about what you feel should be, or you think should be happening, that's where issues arise because it's, it, it may not be based in reality, right? So it's like there's a way in the, the cultural aspect in which we grow up, we don't know anything different. We just think that that's normal, no matter how you grew up versus like really having this perspective, this awakening <laughs> that can happen where you realize that that perspective isn't necessarily healthy, correct for you. And um, so this is all about whether it's correct for you or not. It doesn't have to do whether you fit into your environment. It's like, what's, what's right for you? And being able to decipher or um, tease out what's happening for yourself. Now, for me, that became like the number one most critical thing in my life to figure out what's happening for myself. And I really feel like I was... I spent a lot of money, read a lot of books, tracked through like so many different things. And then I, you know, of all things, I landed in five element acupuncture school. Now I'm not suggesting that you go to five element acupuncture school um, unless you went to. Um, but I do believe that the five elements are an ancient language that have been hidden and buried. And um, so I feel like that needs to come back to humanity because the five elements are also your organ system. It's um, your body, mind, emotion, feelings, and there's a perspective that you can have based on where of, of where it is within you that the elements are either trying to keep you in balance 
and harmony or whether you were misbehaving as a child, re, you know, reaching over from the backseat of the car, trying to grab the wheel of the car. Okay. It's like, so, you know, so that the, you know, the journey isn't necessarily like this. It's like, we'd like for it to just be a straight shot to self-actualization, to have all your dreams manifest, to, to be in oneness with your, your spirit and your soul, or, you know, if you want to God above, whatever that means for you. But there's this ache that people can feel. And I've been a practitioner, five element acupuncturist now for over 20 years. And my passion and my mission is now teaching the five element language to humanity. So, um, so the thing is, is like, if, if you have this, you know, there's that thing that, people can't put their finger on, <clears throat> but if you don't feel like yourself and, and you're not listening to yourself or you don't know how, and you've never been supported in actually like, like following what's true to you. And I know that life purpose, if you look at like how many times people globally are looking and seeking for their life purpose, it's huge. The numbers are like in the millions, hundreds of millions of people are searching for this all the time. And I too have been there. And, and at the, at the same time too, you know, I feel like it's a journey. It's not this arrival point. It's not like a road runner race to see who can get there fastest and you're just there and it's over. I mean, I feel like if, if, I mean, I truly believe that if anyone feels like they that they've totally arrived, then that's a failure because it's a constant pendulum swinging. It's this yin and yang that's happening. And I did do a part one and a part two on yin and yang. And um, I feel like it's such an important conversation because the image of yin and yang is so mwah, magnifique, but it's, it's not really talked about. People don't really get it. And it's what it is, is it's dynamism in every moment, in every second. And, and so, so when there's this conversation about the pendulum swinging from right to left, it's like, yeah, it, this seems so much nicer, like get into the sweet spot and with greater awareness, self-awareness about what's, what, what's correct for you or not, this could be painful too. But this is massively different than a pendulum swinging from here to here, right? So, and there's a lot of, it makes me think of there's a lot of um, energy that's saved. If you're running around in a circle trying to solve all of these bits and pieces of the things, when you look out into your life or you look within your being, if you try and solve all that, it's exhausting because it's a never ending story. Um, for life without actually getting to the root and the core. And I know that maybe, you know, there's a lot of marketing that comes words that people would pick up these really important ideas and phrases and then just bastardize them. So I'm not, I'm not talking about any of those things. I'm, I'm truly talking about like the ability to be able to decipher, um, or um, uncover kind of Sherlock Holmes, what's happening for yourself. And it's so easy to talk about like what's wrong, because if you have a pain in your foot and you can't walk, that's your number one priority. Like, how do I get that pain away? But if it's truly the elements and it's your spirit and soul saying you're going the wrong direction, 
hey, kiddo, we've been trying to talk to you. Now we're going to make it so it hurts you to walk in that direction. You need to list, pay attention and move this way. Then there, then that creates more of an understanding and, and an acceptance and a realization because it's really about the wisdom within. And so one of the things I, I often say is when I'm talking about the water element with people, and I'm literally talking about drinking water because your body's, you know, mostly water. If you are deficient in water and somebody just says, drink more water, but you don't really understand like why, what's the context? What's the importance? Like, can you put it in a different way? And, and so what I'd like to share with you right now, that example is, is that the water element are your bones, your teeth, your hair. It's your soul, your kidneys. You get two. Some people are born with one, you know, and, and you need them. You need one. And, and because of technology, if, if you, for some reason, need to give that away to somebody to help them heal and you decide you want to be on dialysis for the rest of your life. You know, the kidneys are about is a giant filtering process, but it's so much more. It's literally your soul. It's your will to survive and live, you know, like all these different things. It's, it's your money, your energy, your resources. And then it's the water element is the bladder, which is the container. And I, I feel like the bladder gets a really bad rap. You know, so um, one of my clients I had along, this is decades ago now, there was a gentleman who was actually dying and he knew it and, and, um, and you could see it. Um, he had giant like cysts on his head, you know, cancer on his head. It was, you know, very sad, but he came to me for sessions prior to this event, you know, and his life ending and so, and his skin was like, like leather. It was so dry. And I was like, do you drink water? And he's like, no, ew, gross. All he drank was, I think, Mountain Dew and beer. <laughs> you know, it's like, you, you can't survive on that. There was a glitch in the matrix there. So I don't know what that was about. So anyway, do you want to be a stinky swamp or a babbling brook? And when you think about it, if you're if you're visual at all, and if you're not, just go online and, and look at a, you know, search babbling brook and have some visual pictures come up for you. But a babbling brook might be like really clear and pristine water. I think of pebbles and um, sitting by the babbling brook and taking my socks off and it being ice cold, you know, like I'm putting my feet in and having that beautiful sound it's like it's clean water you want to take your shoes off and your and and stick your toes in into that water and um versus a stinky swamp which is you know dirty dark there's stuff floating on top there's no movement there whatsoever you, you don't it smells you don't want to take your shoes and socks off and sit by a stinky swamp you know, there's probably mosquitoes and, and other things happening. And, and swamps are, can be really cool. Like the Everglades are actually like a swamp, um, but it's got a lot of movement because it's got this, you know, the water that's moving through there. And um, like, I've actually done like walks through the Everglades and the water is very clear. You want to be a babbling brook. Okay. 
And so when you think about, are you, ask yourself right now, or you, you maybe just realize that, are you a babbling brook or are you a stinky swamp? It's like you want to be a babbling brook in your body. And if that means that you need to wake up and go to the bathroom, then wake up and go to the bathroom because you want to be a babbling brook. It's super important to keep the water flowing through your body because it's filtering and cleaning and supporting you in so many ways that it's beyond the knowing. Now, if you knew what everything involved with the water element and you and you dropped really into the five elements, yeah, it wouldn't even be something that you would think about. You would drink your water. Okay. So it's super important. Like I totally consider myself a water snob. <laughs> you know, I want to drink the best water. Okay. And so, um, so there are things of this nature. So when the pendulum swings, it's not going to, you know, at least for me, it's not going to be because I'm a stinky swamp. I, I want to be a babbling brook. Okay. And so, but there, it, it takes insight and awareness into what does that mean for you? Okay. And, and when you, when you realize that the water element, the depth of the waters, we don't know how far, how deep the ocean is. There's this darkness and this blackness that's there. And the water element is fear. And the flip side of fear is wisdom. And what does fear need? It needs support. So we've just come out of these three years of water and we're moving in, you know, we're in the wood element right now. And by the way, it's, so it's March 1st today. And the perspective is if you have this awareness about what's happening for yourself, you know, there's the world at large that there's a lot of things that we are not in control of, but you may have much greater awareness about what's gone on in the history uh, of the world and what's happening right now. For me personally, I, you know, I felt shocked. I, I really didn't know what was happening until August of last year. <laughs> and then I, I, I did kind of describe it in like slathering myself in Crisco and doing a slippery slide down into the depths of, you know, everything's interconnected. It's like, once you start to like have this awareness about what's happening it gets into everything and it's, it's pretty shocking and um, it's just shocking. And so, but, but the thing is too, is it's like any aspect of life can be in this shocking format. It's like, if you're on this track to discover and know yourself, if you're a seeker and you actually want the answers and to be able to figure them out yourself, then this is the path of the, of the five elements. And it's also a pendulum swinging from right to left it's like we need to see these things there's this a very very important awareness that comes you know with this i do have an image for some reason i want to share it i'm working on creating this to try and to explain what the opportunity is because uh, it's so deep and so powerful so what i really want to show you is actually this um this next page right here i made these dots you know, if these are all the problems in life and, and you can really see them and witness them, it's like if everything's going hunky-dory, then, then yeah, you can celebrate everything's hunky-dory, but it's usually the issues. Even if everything's great, there's it's really easy to see, okay, that's, that's an issue and I need to fix that or I want to work on that or gain awareness on that. And that's always really important and helpful. But if you can realize that all of these issues drop into one of the five elements, then the pendulum is swinging a lot less. There's like suddenly 
a radical awareness that can happen regarding all of these things actually dropping into only five. It's not 10,000 things that you're running around trying to solve for yourself. One way is that I don't want to use a lot of lingo. And, um, and the other thing is, is that it's buried and hidden. So nobody really has a relationship with it, even though you have a relationship with nature all the time. You can't not have a relationship with nature. It's affecting your life every single day. And the awareness is, is that the, the five elements are within you. Each of the elements are actually your organ system. But if you can realize that the way you feel, the way you think, the problem you may have, the, the healing journey that you're on, that inkling, that, that gnawing feeling, that spirit level, that spirit level, that unknown thing that you know is there, ET phone home, <laughs> you know, like that, that finger is there. It's like, you, you can't put your finger on it, but you know, and you're like, aha. Uh -huh. And maybe you burst into tears once you realize that. Um, but the thing is, is that the image that I want to show you is, is this one. It's that you, once you realize that these 10,000 individual things drop into five elements and you can think of them as characters. They're actually called officials um, in each of the elements. There's two officials and in the fire element, there's four officials. Then you realize that it's the same energy. Okay. Now within each element, there is yin and yang. So there's a dynamism within it, but it just makes everything like so much more simplified. It's just so radical. This journey to begin to understand what is actually happening. Now, as we're moving into the wood element, there's just so much to say, but it is this journey. It is this conflict. You know, it's like you have to have something to press against and this awareness that can happen with the pendulum shifting. And ultimately the most important thing is to, is to know what, how you feel, not regurgitating how somebody else feels. You know, like in the news today, whatever news you listen to, whether no matter where it is, there's always this repetition, this repeating. There's no actually authentic thought or perspective. It's just a repeating of the same words. And it's, it's like, I really want to support everyone in getting back to like your words. What, what, you know, with not filtering, filtering yourself before it actually comes out of your mouth. I mean, there's some filtering that's maybe good, you know, but, um, it, you know, like some people have zero filter, but then you know exactly how they feel about things. There's been this dumbing down. It's like, no, you can't create friction. You can't create conflict. You can't be yourself. You need to be just like everyone else. It's like, well, that's not yin and yang. That's not reality. Oneness is not being a robot. It's, it's not. So it's like you, every, all of us were born as a unique being with, with a purpose. And it's, and it's the opportunity is to turn down the noise. It's like, you can look at what's happening and not focus on it you know, in every single moment, it's like your relationship needs, it needs to happen in here 
because the whole thing about like enlightenment or the Tao, if you've, you know, if you've never heard of the Tao, the Tao is oneness. Okay. That's the oneness of all that is. And the Tao Te Ching are the poems written by Lao Tzu. And the poems, those 64 poems are based on the 64 hexagrams of the I Ching. That's Chinese medicine. That's nature. Okay. Hexagrams were first trigrams eight trigrams. Okay. So I might have, you know, lost you there, but anyway, it's, it's okay. Because the thing is, is like, it's all about the five elements. It's all about nature. And it's, and it's like, where do you fit into this? Like, you're not going to be, some people are mostly wood incorrectness and imbalance and harmony. You have all the five elements, but your jam might be the greatest poets on, you know, like Lao Tzu or Hafiz or Rumi. And that's very wood. That's creativity. It's the birthing. We're actually in that energy right now. It doesn't need to always look like the judge or, you know, wartime or the general. It's like, it's about hope and vision. Okay. So it's like, have hope and vision that this is the time right now. It can't not be the time. Because we're in a triple wood year. It's not just a water tiger year, which I, I hear about all this stuff, water tiger year. And I looked at the chart for the year and I was frankly like, holy shit. <laughs> you know? I mean, if, if it's going to be a hammer to the head, it's, it's, that's like Pluto. Like everyone's talking about this. Pluto just came back to the United States and Pluto's about breaking and bringing up and out the truth, you know, which can be painful. But it's like, if you don't know it's there, you can't do anything about it. It's like, you don't know what you don't know until you realize that you didn't know it. And then you can take action. And that's the energy that we're in right now. That's the wood element. Okay. So, um, ooh, that just gave me the chills. I don't know if you felt that too, but I just got chills all over for that. So um, that's, that's, that's really very exciting. It's what I'm talking about. I'd let you know, if you like this video, please subscribe. Um, I just started this Rumble channel not long ago. I am, make, if you're a podcast person, I am taking the audios and putting them on the podcast. And then I'm going to start writing on Substack. And, uh, and if you want to comment and let me know uh, any, you know, anything, I can respond to it. And maybe I'll do a video on it and respond to you too. So uh, it's always nice to have engagement uh, so that, that, you know, there's a dialogue because I need something to press up against too. <laughs> All right. Uh, I hope this was helpful for you and I look forward to being here more. Okay. Take care. Peace out. Bye.